K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Yo, yo, welcome, welcome, welcome. You know what it is. You got one toe in to the podcast dojo, baby. It's black on both sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. You know what it is. And my esteemed colleague, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, Mr. Be Honest. What's up, B? How you doing? What's going on, King Kunta? Happy, uh, well, I guess it's Sunday today, but happy... Whatever day That's that's difficult to do (laughs) Because who knows When they're going to be Listening to this So happy day How about that Oh happy day There you go Shout out to Bill Renee Who went to service today I know I saw that Yeah And and she's going to be happy Because it's like Three weeks in a row She's got shouted out Yeah but But two hours is I mean, what is this? Is this Pentecostal? Is is this uh, Evangelical? How do you get What you doing What you doing for two hours At church? A lot of sinning going on I guess. I mean, how many offerings? How many plates got passed around? You got the you got the regular offering, then you got the love offering, then you got the free will offering, then you got uh, you know maybe an offering for if there's a guest speaker. I mean, how many times does this plate get passed? We'll never know. It's, but you know, that's is it Iowa or Indiana? What are you talking about? Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what black folk do in Iowa? But uh, any event, the three or four of them going and hearing the word today. Um, I can't keep faking this, listeners. If you are listening to the sound of my voice, you are probably aware that um, California rapper, businessman, entrepreneur Nipsey Hussle was shot six times in front of his Slauson uh, storefront, and he has been pronounced dead as of at least half hour ago. Uh, I personally give my my thoughts and prayers to uh, Nipsey Hussle's family, uh, the actress Lauren London, and their kid. Um, this is really fucked up. I know that uh, Nipsey Hussle may not be well-known out there, listeners, wherever you are, but out here in California, he's somewhat of a legend. He was 33 uh, today, I believe, and uh, he's known in California for being someone who always had owned their own masters, kind of a Master P type story. He, uh, you know, sold his own tapes, sold his own music, built himself up from the bottom, created a uh, clothing store in Slauson in his neighborhood, uh, always stayed there. Uh, he had been independent back before being independent was a cool thing. And then it wasn't. And maybe it will be again. And he had just dropped an album last year with received critical acclaim called Victory Lap. It was in the running for a Grammy for Best Rap Album. A lot of people believe it should have won. I'm one of those people. So six shots. In the middle of the day on Slauson Avenue in Los Angeles. Luckily, in the world of uh, camera phones, people were able to capture footage of uh, Mr. Hustle, Nipsey Hustle on the ground as he was bleeding out. I encourage listeners, do not watch the video. You know the man's dead. You should leave it at that. However, six shots fired in the middle of the day 
broad daylight and no one seems to have pictures of the suspects who did the shooting. Not really, not really sure what to make of that. No snitching. A lot of people may be familiar that Nipsey Hussle had been working on the release of a biopic involving the late Dr. Sabi. Be honest, you familiar with Dr. Sabi? I am. Uh, he's a uh, was a uh, a doctor who had. Uh, Claim his claim to fame was that he figured out how to cure. I'm not sure if it was HIV or AIDS. I don't think. I think once you get AIDS, you're done. Probably, probably HIV. Uh, and I believe he may have won an actual court ruling saying that he in fact did uh, what exactly he said, and which was cure people who had HIV. He died under strange circumstances. Nipsey Hussle seemed to be quite a fan of Doctor. Uh, people pronounce it Sebi. People pronounce it Sebi. I'm not exactly sure which is the correct pronunciation. I know Nipsey once called him Sebi, and I've heard other people say Sebi. So use your Googles out there, listeners. Look him up. He's, he had a you know a lot of interesting ways on how about health and living natural and looking for natural things to provide cures to sickness and disease. So the first thing conspiracy theorists are saying is that, well, you know, maybe... The same people that got Dr. Sebi doesn't want this brought back up. Maybe. I don't know, to be honest. I just, you know, I know that's 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 conspiracy. I just don't necessarily think that I believe that niggas did this shit to uh to uh Nipsey Hussle. I know that he had, you know, for most part of his career, he had associated himself with the uh, blood gangs out here in LA. But if you listen to his music of the last three or four years, he really left most of that behind. Everything was about entrepreneurial businesses and growth and reinvesting into your communities and buying back your own block. I just don't and know, that, Beyonce. That it just doesn't question. smell right. That was my question. Because I, um, I know that he had his crypt ties or whatever, but I was wondering, the recent music, the newer music, was he still rapping gang type stuff or was he rapping more of the, you know, positive, you know, how do we get ourselves out of this type stuff? I, I wasn't really familiar, honestly, but I know that well, I encourage you to listen to victory lap. It's actually, uh, I don't know if you've heard it or not, but I actually think it's, it was a really good album last year. Yeah. And in my opinion, should have won a best rap album, but, uh, to answer your question, his lyrics of the last few albums always acknowledge where he had come from but also with an idea of where we should go as a people. Uh, one rhyme comes one uh, one rhyme comes to mind. He says, "Block for me, black man. You know they're trying to stretch us." And so everything with Nipsey Hussle, for the most part, his last couple albums was about um, self sufficiency, right? A reinvesting in the community, right. building your own thing. Yeah. Working together, unity, those sorts of things. Here's my concern, though, Kunta, and this is a this is a topic that I think everybody with a son cares about. You said the last two or three years or so. That's all that's I can vouch for. Well, but what I'm saying though is that sometimes you cannot get the smell of whatever was before three or four years ago off of you, and I think that there's not enough attention paid to that because. 
for someone like Nipsey, who may or may not have been heavily tied with the Crips or whatever, and there's no May. He was. It's, but, it's, 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 it's out here in L.A. It's it's known. There's no May. He okay. was. He was very deeply involved with the Crips gang. Okay. So here's the problem, right? The problem is, is that even if you decide that you're done with it and you've matured up past it and that you see a brighter future, the game don't want to leave you alone, right? And for all the little the young guys out there who are at the 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 precipice of gang affiliation or not, there needs to be the message that hey, even if you even if you start out, yeah, you may be able to build you walk your way out of it and build your way out and climb your way out, but sometimes it don't let you climb out. And I'm not sure that whether this is a conspiracy conspiracy thing against the Dr. Sabi situation or it's you know previous relationships he's had with his gang affiliation or just some nigga shit on the street. I don't know what any of it is yet, but I think that there needs to be daylight and nobody saw nothing. There needs to be some importance paid to the idea that sometimes you make a choice that you don't get to unmake. And instead of talking so much about, hey, gang members, this is what you can do. You can you don't have to do that gang stuff no more. You can get yourself out and you can build, you know, your neighborhood up. You say, hey, don't join the gang. That may be easier said than done in Atlanta compared to what Slossin. it's like there. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I understand that yeah. there are different rules and different expectations for people who are surrounded by... talking about by, the, the OG epicenter of this gangster right. shit. And there's like and no direction exactly you, you can look. Store. Yeah. There's nowhere you can look where there's not gang activity. So, it, you know, having to navigate through that neighborhood, you know, of course I can't by any means know what that is, but some some attention needs to be paid to the fact that you just because you've decided that you're done with it doesn't mean it's done with you. And the only way to avoid that is to not be part of it at all. Again, you know, we're talking about the epicenter of, of gang violence out here in Southern California. Not really sure how many how many actual real choices you know, Nipsey and his brothers had. They did not come from much of anything and built themselves up into actual self-made uh, millionaires. Just want to say he tweeted out three hours ago today before he got shot, quote, having strong enemies is a blessing. That's just how he, that, there's a lot in that tweet about how he viewed life and he viewed challenges. And, uh, you know, this is just a really a, a sad situation. I mean, the West Coast has lost one of its great talents, to be quite frank with you. This is somebody, in my opinion, was on one of those Jay-Z type, tra- type tracks as far as the come up goes. It seemed like he was starting to meet the right people. It seemed like his money was, was, was clean. Uh, he was in that recent photo. Remember there was a photo and video um, about a month ago. It had basically everybody that's black that's not named Dame Dash. It's killing it. It right. was Diddy, Jay-Z, uh, uh, little short motherfucker. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree? Nah, man. No, no. You know, <laughs> no. See, you know, you know, you know what I'm thinking. You know, I'm talking about, I'm talking about it. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Hart. Oh. Boom, bam. Bop, bop. Bam, bam. Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, so they were all in this too. picture. Huh? I said he's short yep. too. Yeah, he's popcorn fart motherfucker. Anyway, I digress. Point of it being is that so the he they were all in this, you know, this black renaissance picture of everyone that's killing it in the game right now. 
Nas was there too. Everybody, you know, you got you got you got to have a certain gravitas to have been able to have been in this photo. The photo was so epic that it made fucking uh, Dame Dash <laughs> give some half-ass apologies because he couldn't. He he wished he could have been there, but he wasn't. Right. So I, that's a long-winded way of me saying that he seemed to be to be headed in the mogul, the Jay Z, the Diddy of the West type location with regard to his businesses. Right. And I mean, so this is uh this is shocking. This is sad. You know, I, I perhaps you want to call it karma. Perhaps you want to call it reaping what you sow because you know, some of his earlier music was about a lifestyle that he he lived. He was a, a crip, and he did crip things. And, you know, out here in L.A., it's not like how it was or how it is now with Kodak Blacks, your little Uzi Verts, when you know, even your 21 Savages where you're just saying shit. No, out here in L.A., if you're talking, that, if you're talking about that life, and you're not really about that life, it's going to be a problem which is exactly why Blueface actually does Crip Walk and nobody says anything because he actually is in some Crip gang somewhere. Google it. So Nipsey Hussle came up at a time where, you know, it wasn't commercialized and watered down like, you know, say a Takashi 6 9 where, oh, yeah, I'm in a gang. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll hold this point that way. No, I'm pretty sure Nipsey Hussle has done some dirt in his life. And he had come, he had at least seemed to come out of it and not just come out of it, but want to lift out others. And so this is, you know, this is, this is all bad. Is there no redemption for anybody? I don't know. You know, what are these just niggas that did this? I don't want to think so. Will we ever know? Probably not. Pour out some liquor, whatever, to Nipsey Hussle. Rest in power. And, you know, I appreciate the message and where he was going. His last two albums are messages of, you know, at least one way that somebody was able to clean up their life and turn it into a positive. That's all I got, man. I'm actually really kind of, you know, upset about this. Nipsey Hussle, we never really talked about this. But Nipsey Hussle was making his way into my personal top 10 MCs, MCs list. Yeah. Because I just, I really felt the message of what he was saying and where he was going. And I really respected what he had done to change his life. I remember, um, remember when he put out that mixtape that was like $100 or something like that? Yeah. I remember listening to it around that time. And I thought, he was, I thought he was dope. I thought he had a good flow. So, you know, I just, I hadn't listened to any of the newer stuff though. Just because, you know, different coasts, but... I, I respected his rap. Yeah, I mean, I, now, but more importantly, I respected his business moves. I mean, he he had you know navigated these million dollar deals. I think he recently signed a multi million dollar deal with Puma. That was might have been a couple month and a half or some change ago. Yeah, he had entered into movies, as I said, the Doctor Sabi movie that he was working on, and he had started appearing in you know mass media, and seemed like he had escaped. He had gotten all the way out of the hood, but that was never Nipsey. Nipsey was an advocate of staying in your hood and building up your own hood. That's a message that the Nation of Islam says a lot. 
Yeah. And so today in his own hood, in front of his own store, these operated for many, many years. He was shot and killed. Well, even if you're even if you go outside of the Dr. Savy thing, though, that message to stay in your hood and build it up is a, an anti message for the establishment. So, you know, there could be levels to this that are, you know, not so obvious. To me, this is kind of like when Tupac got shot the first time. They said that Pac thought he was such an advocate for the people that he was legitimately surprised he got shot the first time. Uh, when he was at the studio in New York and got right. shot. Was it? Yeah. I kind of feel like Nipsey, Nipsey may have had the same thing. Maybe he had felt that he had worked so hard for his people here in L.A. that, you know, it would be unlikely that somebody would, 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 his own people would try to kill him in front of his store. Whoever, whoever decided to make that shot, though, um, and I think two other people got either shot or killed at the same time. Um, yes, I don't mean to diminish that there were two other victims that were injured, uh, but only one that I know of that's, that's been pronounced dead, right. and that's Nipsey also. But, but the thing is, though, whoever decided to take that shot, whether it be for personal uh, grievances or for a, pay, a paycheck from the establishment or whoever's trying to stop the message, they have to know. Well, they don't care, but they should. Like, there needs to be some something. There needs to be some pay for that because, you know, the, the message that was, was stopped today far outweighed whatever grievance that person may have had or however much money they received to do what they did. So it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous when you think about it from the bigger picture. You know, I guess, you know, we never find people, we never find people that, that commit these crimes, it seems. Yeah. Never found Pac or Biggie's killer. They never found Malcolm X's killer. Why am I, why am I comparing him to that? Because I think the message that someone like Nipsey Hussle has for people here. Well, no, people in urban areas is, is, is what Beyonce just said. It's, an ant, it's a message that goes against the mainstream. Yeah. That is stay in your hood, build up your hood. And so I think that's a powerful and dangerous message. Yeah, I mean, because quite you, frankly, Rick, he was getting a lot of exposure. Yeah, Rick, you know, Ra- Rick Ross said Bob back the block or whatever, but I don't think that, they, that people take him seriously like they did Nipsey's movement. I mean, you well, know, Rick I, Ross didn't have quite the same exposure as Nipsey, and here's why: because Nipsey's, um, well, baby's mama, his love interest was Lauren London, so he found himself in a lot of Hollywood circles, and that was in turn getting on certain magazines that probably weren't quite conducive to a Rick Ross, and uh, and so, and, and plus, he's already out here, you know, in in, in L.A. and these media outlets. So he was on the way up to, you know, mogul status, luxury, uh, more well-known. And this has all been snuffed out. And so, you know, again, you know, I, I, I'm shocked. Of all the people that I thought some could be killed today, Nipsey Hussle was not high on that list. Yeah. At all. Um, I know he and Lauren London have at least one kid that I can remember. And uh, it's just, you know. Small kids, right? He's got small kids. Small kids. Yeah. Um, he was playing with that kid right before he got shot, actually. There are some photos of him literally before he got shot. Um, anywho, anyway, man, so that's, that's kind of, you know, that's a, kind of a damper on the show. Um, 
you know, if you're out in Southern California, if you know, you know, this is a tough day for Southern California. If you, you know, like people who are about uplifting ourselves as a culture, then it should be a tough day for you. You know, I don't really know what happened. I hope it's not niggas, but it very well could be niggas. Because as Bianca said, you know, once you, uh, you, when you're part of a lifestyle, sometimes you never can get out of that lifestyle. But we're going to keep it moving, man. Let's, uh, let's talk about, let's go to my other favorite rapper, Two Chains. Two Chains apparently owns 100% of his, of his masters. So, you know, that's, that's big up to Two Chains for doing that. Um, it's been reported that he owns all of it, the masters to his work, I guess, as Two Chains and as Teddy Boy. You know, that's not surprising uh, to me, given the, the circles he's, he's running around these days with LeBron James, Kanye, fuck Kanye, and, uh, <laughs> and all the corporate sponsorships that he would be able to get, you know, ac- to get, you know, access to his, you know, to his own masters. I'm not really surprised. I, you know, I, I think more artists should try to do that. Hell, if Sierra can do it, two chains ought to be able to do it. And God damn it, he did. Big up two chains. Owning your own shit. Well, yeah, that's, 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 Okay, Sierra is not a big dollar item at a label, and Two Chains actually isn't that great of a big dollar item at a label either. So it's easier for them to like Drake will never own his masters. No, he won't, because baby, please say the baby does. No, he won't. <laughs> he will never own his. Lil Wayne will never own his masters. Uh, no, Jay- because baby, please say the baby's kids will own Lil Wayne's and Drake's masters. Does Jay Z have yeah. his masters? Some of them, maybe. I don't think Jay-Z will ever own all his masters. He might have because He's got all that Rockefeller shit, doesn't he? He may. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, the thing is, is that how valuable you are to the label determines whether or not they're willing to sell you those masters. If you didn't have it in By your way, I, I'm, I'm almost a thousand. Actually, not a thousand. I'm actually a, a thousand percent sure Jay-Z owns all of his yeah, masters. Yeah, I, I think I did hear that as well. But they're, they're very, but he's, he's on the top of the list as far as how much money he has the ability to spend on something like a master. Majority of these artists who are that high, like, you know, the Drake or whatever, they're not giving those masters up. That's that's just too much money that, that's, that's set to be made off of them. He'd have to well, Drake's money up. is still cut up between baby, cash money, and also... Uh, Jay. Uh, um, the, the person whose name we put respect on around this podcast based out of Houston. Right. Mr. Prince. Yeah. Mr. Prince still gets a cut of those Aubrey Graham rap albums. It's a it's a delicate matter owning your masters and getting them back, which is why it's so so odd why people just give them away. But you know, it 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 everybody's willing to do it. So I just leave it at that. People even in my family are willing to do it. So hey, you think Janet Jackson owns her own masters? Absolutely not. Well. Even after that divorce with that uh, that Sultan from Dubai or UA, UAB, UAE, whatever, she got five hundred million from that divorce. You still think she don't got her masters? I don't know that her masters are are worth. Less. I think they're worth more than five hundred million, honestly. Janet Jackson, maybe so. Well, she actually was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, uh, earlier this week, and uh, Janelle Monet, who I know. Who she is, I feel like I would like her music, 
but honestly, I've never heard a single song all the way through by Janelle Monet. Am I missing out? Be honest. Uh, it seems like a no. Anyway, so Janelle Monet. <laughs> oh, I like her, but uh... see, see, you're not going any further. So, I, so I'm, I'm good. I'm aware that she's supposed to be quirky and edgy and excellent. Well, she's, whatever. she's pansexual it. too. Now she's, she's, yeah. she's one of them. She's dating Tessa Thompson and Tessa Thompson's toes. <laughs> okay. Google it. Tessa Thompson's feet. It's not good, man. It's bad, which goes to show you, you can't have it all. You can't. So now Latham, she's got those finger thumbs, those toe thumbs. You can't have it all. You can't. Anywho, so right. Janet Jackson was inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Deservedly so. Yep. I believe she gave a shout out to MJ uh, saying your little sister's here or something to that effect. So I'm here for it. I'm going to be honest. I thought she was already in. Yeah, I didn't realize she wasn't in either. How did this happen? Yeah, she hasn't had a uh, a great album in like what was it, Demita Joe? I was think it's a- the Super Bowl shit, man. The Super Bowl thing put a, a cloud over her career, which I don't I don't even understand why. But the Super Bowl thing put a cloud over her career, and so I think now she's just kind of climbing out of that that ditch, and so now we're gonna start seeing all the accolades that she deserved all along the way. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I think she's spinning that A-Rap money. <laughs> I mean, seriously, she got like at least 500 milli from just a divorce. Right. You know he paying child support. Yeah. Nothing like Jeff Bezos' wife, though. But yeah. That's fair. Uh, relatedly, the Saudis apparently are the ones that hacked Jeff Bezos' phone to uncover all of that. Nice. Because uh, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Washington Post was the home newspaper of the uh, journalist, whose name I can't pronounce, who was allegedly killed by the Saudi prince. Right. Right. Chess, not checkers. Checkmate, bitch. Levels. Right. Speaking of levels, be honest, how do you feel about this whole surviving Cardi B phenomena? Uh, Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? I'm familiar. And um, I'm... I'm wait, wait, so let me paint the picture. For listeners who don't know, I don't know how you couldn't. Occur. Occur. Oh, I can't do it. I don't know how you wouldn't. I don't know how you wouldn't know. But uh, apparently, Cardi B, who's just so damn real, she keeps it real. She keeps it so real. Said that when she was before she was famous and when she was, you know, doing doing strange things or pieces of change, still scripting. One of her hustles was the uh, the old. Spanish fly in the drink. You think you're going to get some. Instead, you get dizzy and you wake up and all your shit's gone. Thought you were going to get some Cardi B action. She gives you a drink and all of a sudden, you're out, out. When you wake up, no Cardi B, no jewelry, no cash, no cards. What do you think about this, be honest? I think that's that fuck shit and it deserves to be punished. And I don't give a, I don't care that she's like, well, I'm willing to, like, everybody's like, say she's so commendable because she's like, I never tried to run from my commendable. past. Commendable? Yeah, people are trying to. Uh, Isn't Bill Cosby in prison for something similar yes. to this right now today? Yes, and, but we don't have a victim. But here's the thing everybody's now saying that she's is so real and she's also willing to, fe- you know, stand up for what she did. But uh, is she? Is she really willing to stand up for what she did? I don't, uh, it takes a certain kind of person to drug somebody and rob. You know that, that that's a certain kind of person. Yeah, I can see if you if you have if you're on on hard times, but 
it's still, even on hard times, it takes a special kind of person to drug someone and rob them. And there's not that I don't I don't I don't see the redeeming quality she has now that she's willing to fess up to it and stand by it. That is that isn't that's not good enough. Here's the problem. The fuckers we look up to in society and the people that run our fucking government are all reality stars who aren't very bright. She was talking on social media and she said some shit she probably shouldn't have said. Is anything gonna happen? Probably fucking not. Why? Because her time's not up. I mean, Pepsi may distance itself a little bit, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But I think this is actually, you know, ridiculous. You got it now where people can tell you they've committed crimes. Not people. And tell you not people, women. what crimes they've committed, women and can. we just don't give a fuck. Women can. Men can't do that. Sure they can. Ain't like 45, ain't 45. Oh, come on, man. What crime did he admit to doing? Grabbing them by the pussy. Moving on. So, speaking of crimes committed, have you heard about big baller brand shenanigans? <laughs> I've heard that there's there's some turmoil. Oh, there's more than turmoil. So apparently, Lavar, a, a gentleman that he hired to watch the money, Probably wasn't the best person to hire to watch the money. He's watching it. Just not, he's watching it in his Seeing pocket. how he had prior convictions for, you know, fraud, money laundering, etc. Not the best guy to, to put in charge of the money. So he apparently got Big Baller Brand to the tune of $1.5 million. I know that Lonzo is making that Laker money. And LeVar has a whole ass uh, basketball league in Lithuania or Latvia or the Ukraine, wherever the fuck they were. But $1.5 million, that's not a small piece of change. Sources say Lonzo did not take this well. Be honest, you know the Lakers are actually wondering if those big baller brand shoes contributed to Lonzo's injuries. <laughs> That's an actual real question they've asked him. <laughs> you want to know why they asked him that? Why is that? Little known fact, uh, Lonzo doesn't practice in big baller brand shoes. Wow. He practices in Kobe's. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Point of it is, so you may recall that we talked about J.R. Smith back when he was still allowed to play basketball in the National Basketball Association. By the way, he's about to tear the big three up any day now. And he had that big Supreme tattoo on his leg. Right. You remember when I told you that that uh, the league was going to make him cover it up? Yeah. And then I I don't know if we talked about it. I think we did. I said Lonzo had a big baller brand tattoo that had to be covered up too on his forearm. Ring a bell? No, I don't think we Maybe talked not. about that. Yeah, so Lonzo had a big baller brand tattoo at the beginning of this year. Well, apparently Lonzo's big mad about this shit with the uh, money being gone to the tune of $1.5 million. He actually has covered up the big baller brand tattoo. He's done, done. Yeah. He's no longer affiliated with big baller brand. <laughs> when you think of big baller brand, be honest, who do you think of? Uh, I think of his dad, actually. As do most people. So this is pretty fucked up if this is what's happened. Yeah. Uh, you know, it looks like that, 
I'm not going to be an asshole. It looks like that Lonzo and his dad had a good relationship. And I hope that they can sort this shit out. But this looks like Lonzo's deciding to be his own man. Yeah. And to do that is a complete rejection of any control by uh, LeVar Ball. So. Well, his dad is a, really interesting. Was a kind of a psychopath a little bit. So it was, it was, it was a matter of time. I mean, you know, because what I noticed was that. He's fucked off LaMelo. Who may be as good as as Lonzo and actually does have a decent shot of playing in the league? Because Lord knows he can't fucking play in college after playing professional basketball in Litha nowhere for for uh, about six months. Right. I just he just completely fucked off his eligibility. Yeah, I, with no explanation. I, but I, but I mean, even from the beginning though, the the interviews were were very odd because the the boys would be there. Super, super quiet, and the dad is just running his mouth at a hundred miles an hour. And then the PT Barnum, and the interview would ask one of the boys, like, "So, are are you guys okay with your dad saying this?" And then they would have that look on their face where their their face, their eyes are saying one thing, but their mouths like, "Oh yeah, we support our dad," or you know, whatever. But were you saying their mind was telling them no? Yes. No, people. Sorry, I that. that I don't have any new R. Kelly news other than R. Kelly is should be efforting, efforting Jussie Smollett's lawyer. <laughs> he needs to hire her now. He needs to take that $350,000 in cash he said was all in his bank account. He needs to text message all these other older women who might, might send him a, you know, a Venmo him some money and hire her. We talked about this Jesse Smollett thing. Yeah. Oh, they big mad in Chicago, be honest. You seen this shit? They big mad about this. Well, the cops are saying we gotta still like, we still think he should be prosecuted. The cops, the cops, the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> yeah. He big mad about this. <laughs> he called it a whitewashing. <laughs> I didn't see that. A, a whitewash of justice. I didn't see that. Yes, can you have a white wash of justice if the person's actually not white? I'm just curious. A black gay dude, whitewash, yeah. White wash of justice. Hey, man, 2019, anything's possible. You know, here's what the fuck I need. Shout out to French Reggie, but I need to see the same motherfucking energy in Chicago. How is Rahm Emanuel and the Chicago chief of police, who's not Carl Winslow, by the way, Looks like he might be cousins to him. I digress. How are they so upset about this shit? But they, there's no press conferences when unarmed people are shot and killed by the police in Chicago. Well, I think it's because there's no, there's no press conference about Chicago paying out $370 million to settle excessive force lawsuits and fees in the last six years. But wasn't the, the, the chief of police like really, really pissed off about the the fact that he had to do a press conference about Jesse Smollett when he felt like there were so many other things that were important in Chicago. I think he's probably pissed off because the media made this such a frenzy and the the, the public made this such a frenzy. So what is Roman Emanuel doing? I don't know about he's him. An, he's a governor. I don't know if he know he, he's a mayor of Chicago. I don't know if you know this, to be honest, but he's not. He's this is his last term in office. Not familiar with Rahm Emanuel, and and his, what, he used to be an Obama guy, part of President Obama's administration. Right. But I mean, as he far left as, to take the Chicago job. As far as and, the Chicago job, I'm not familiar at all. Yeah, he's as most people in Chicago, as Chicago politics go. Uh, let's see, hmm. 
ethical violations, but, potential. No, nah, but no, nah, no. Nah, hold on. Let's let's get don't don't get it twisted at all. We're very close to Al Capone, Chicago. Not much has changed there. It's only been a few. That's years. what I'm saying. Yeah. And so he's this fucking outraged. But he must stand beside the chief of police <laughs> to say that justice has not been served right. against uh, Journey, Journey Smollett's little brother. <laughs> of all the shit he could be having a press conference on, this is the one that's got him? <laughs> right. People, you need to pay attention to what's going on. Why, why are they... How did, how did this fool get off six, 16 felonious counts and the prosecutor just decided, nah... We're good. To get 16 felonious counts, it needs to have gone through a grand jury. That means that a group of people have decided that there's enough here right, to that a crime may have been committed. Yeah. And then the prosecutor to say, of all these 16 counts, man, but Empire's so good. <laughs> Empire's not good, by the way. So here's the deal. How did this happen? This happened because Journey Smollett, the best Smollett, is well-connected. She was in a little movie called The Great Debaters. I have never seen it, but I will tell people that I have because that's what educated black people are supposed to say. Good movie. There you go. See? Has Bianca seen it? Who knows? Does he know he should have seen it? Yes, he does. (laughs) This is what we do. Um, So um, apparently someone from the Smollett's family contacted a Tina Chen, I want to say. Tina Chen is a former person that was part of First Lady Michelle Obama's, uh, her administrative staff during her tenure as First Lady. And she, in fact, worked as the go-between between the Smollett family and the lead prosecutor on the Smollett matter, saying the Smollett family had some concerns about the investigation. What you should know about Ms. Chen is that she's built her legal career coming from a place of uh, leniency and ethics over actual prosecution with crimes. I'm not sure how far this carried. You know, I'm going to be completely transparent and say that the lead prosecutor actually did recuse herself at some point right. from this investigation and is saying that others underneath her made the decision not to pursue these uh, uh, charges against Mr. Smollett. Be honest, did you see that Chris Rock, did you hear that Chris Rock joke about uh, Jesse? I didn't. I'm paraphrasing here. Chris Rock was apparently talking about the shit he's not supposed to say. This might have been the NAACP Image Awards. And he said, no Jesse Smollett jokes. He says, I, I can't believe he wasted that all that light, all that light skin. He wasted it. <laughs> if I had that light skin, I'd be running Hollywood. <laughs> Facts, probably. He says, not, from now on, he's Jesse Smollett. The, the, the you was for respect and it's gone. Jesse Smollett. Wow. So, so Jesse Smollett um, contacts the Smollett family, uh, Tina Chen. Uh, I believe she's uh, Asian American. Uh, she used her connections to broker some sort of deal is not the right word. Be honest, this is back when you and I were talking about a week or two weeks ago about what would you do if your son or daughter got in trouble. Right. This is it. You called somebody like Tina Chen, who has, is well-respected and is also somebody who's more an advocate for leniency than for – and uh, leniency and uh, what they call it, fairness, equality, 
quality is not the right word. Um, leniency and equity. Equitable. Equity. She's an equity advocate. Okay. What is the equitable thing to do? That would be the uh, vocabulary word for today's show. Equitable. I love that word. You know, you know so that's, that's what she's known for. Clearly something to that effect, you know, played some part in the prosecutor's office. Maybe more. Because as we sit here today, all we know is the charges were dropped, and the only thing that Jussie has agreed to do is to forfeit the $10,000 in bail he had to pay, and there may or may not be some community service portion of it. That's it. Yeah. So then that doesn't mean he's innocent then, right? No. Just it means that (laughs) the prosecutor said, you know what? Uh, The gray area. He's so pretty. He's a pretty boy. Look at him. The gray area. that curly hair. He didn't mean it. He was being naughty. Anywho, man. Speaking of people being naughty, <laughs> because you heard a story about the uh, the basketball player Jordan Bell and what he did on a hotel stay. Yes, I did hear about that. It wasn't didn't seem like it was such a big deal, but they gave it to not him. such a big deal. So, so NBA player Jordan Bell apparently purchased gay porn in a room and somehow or another had the wherewithal to charge it under his assistant coach's name, Mike Brown. No problem? I don't, I don't have a problem with that. You think it was a prank? I thought that it, I didn't even know it was about porn. I thought it was something else. It was like something. Oh, no, no, no. It's gay porn. Okay. Yeah, but. By the way, if it matters to you, he plays for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I knew that. But I don't I don't see a problem with that. Which part? The gay porn or the charging to his coach? Any of it. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I mean Well, fucking Golden State Warriors, dicks, they suspended his ass for one game. Yeah, I saw that. How much is so, that? Like one hundred and forty five thousand? Depending on what his contract is. It's like a lot, a lot of money though. Yeah, but still, I mean what do you think was going on here? You think it was a prank? I would say so, yeah. How could he how could he expect to get away with that? Yeah, I would I would say if he hadn't put it under an, an a, a coach's name. Right. <laughs> if he had put it in like a, a one of his one of his colleagues, one of his coworkers, another player's name, I'd be like maybe ah he got out it. The fact that he'd put it under a coach's name makes it seem like it might have just been a prank. Yeah. He says or he, he likes always, the D. He, either way though, he can like Dick. I don't mind him liking Dick. He says What's that wrong with that. He says that he's the guy that does pranks and people do pranks to him. And so this was just another prank. But Mike Brown was like, nah, nah, not this one, bro. You, you ain't putting no gay shit on me. Mike Brown, former coach of the Lakers during the dark years. Co- former coach of LeBron's uh Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. He lost the finals with LeBron, I think. Head head coach there. Yeah, yeah. Anywho, so speaking of the gays, did you know it's now LGBTQ and I? I is... I don't know. Oh. I have no idea what the I means. But I do know that Jay-Z and Beyonce recently received, you know, GLAAD awards uh, about two or three days ago. GLAAD's the... Gay, lesbian department? I don't know. Gay, but these are different. These, these are LGBTQ awards. And we and Beyonce actually talked about her uncle Johnny, who was out and gay and who died of of the AIDS virus. And she got very emotional about it. And then we of course know that Jay-Z's mother, did you know? 
if you listen to 444, you know that Jay-Z's mother uh, apparently was never straight. Right. Right. And she actually won a GLAAD award last year. So well, she was straight at least that. once. She was straight at least one time. <sighs> Might have been to rest, man. <laughs> Might have been to rest. And so, uh, so you know, good for them. Relatedly, uh, I also am here to confirm that apparently Maxwell is part of the Beehive. How do I know? There is a picture of Maxwell on one knee showing reverence to one Miss Tina Lawson. That's Mama Tina, Beyonce's mama. That means he's in the Beehive, right? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. He's on a knee. We know he ain't proposing. He's on a knee. Do you think she's a pretty woman? I think that she is a pretty woman for her age. I think when we see her, we are seeing exactly what Beyonce will look like when she's that age. Do you think that Tina was pretty way back then? Because we've known Beyonce for many years, a couple of decades. Yes, I think I think at one point Tina was was. Yes, you think two I decades think she ago she was, was eight pretty? or nine, or a dime on a good day? No, but I don't right think now, Beyonce's a dime right now. I didn't say that's not what you asked me. Okay, to be honest, okay. that's not what you asked me. He said that thing, Miss Tina. All right. And speaking of Beyonce, um, yeah, man. I mean, she's fine. I mean, well, wait, well, no, no. Listeners, I ain't going to do you like this. <laughs> See, be honest, thinks he's smart. I ain't forgot what happened today. Be honest, or was it yesterday? Be honest, is the type of fool that's going to say Rihanna's a six and a half she on is. a scale of 10. She is. No, I said six and a half in the face. Get, oh, be in accurate, the face be and accurate. a seven and a half in the body. Yes, Rih- Rihanna is is she's just very sexual. There's something that's very sexually attractive about Rihanna. It's her mystique. It's something that's no shit. Yeah, but it's not her looks, and her body is not that great either. She are you saying it must be your ass because ain't your not, face it's, on it's Rihanna? None of that. No, sir. It's none of the. It's none of the visual. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. Her her looks her looks are very average. She has a lot of makeup on all the time. Her makeup artist is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like it's flawless. And but what I'm saying is every picture you've ever seen of Rihanna has about 45 minutes of Photoshop, airbrushing, and corrections done on it. And so you're seeing something that's not real. As far as Rihanna, when she can't fake it, eh, she's just a height. But there's something about Rihanna sexually, just this, there's this charge that just makes you. It's almost like she puts out this 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 tear gas and once you inhale the tear gas sex tear gas yes and once you inhale that you start seeing her as a dime and I can't deny that she's probably a dime but it's not if you take away if if you put the the filter on your glasses you can't it's the whole damn thing yeah just the Rosario Dawson thing that we ah she's your Rosario Dawson maybe so if we isolate her individual parts they do not equal the sum of the whole right and the sum of the whole seems to be like, you know, 11 out of 10. And we don't know how we got there. Right. We go back, we add it up. I don't know. Is this the uh, is fuzzy math? I don't know. We, we don't know how we get there. It's funny enough, my wife is in love with both Rihanna and um, Rosario. I think that if there were a threesome available, she would she would be down for both. Miss Kunta does not play that shit. I guess I can't be that mad about it, but whatever. <laughs> There'll be no devils threesomes or devils. Nah, ain't no devils uh, threesomes ever. What are you talking are, about? Or are devils? What 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 is it? Devils uh, orgy. Devils orgies. Yeah, none of that. Ain't no devils. Nothing. We we it was one no. one dick. <laughs> you got more than one. You got one too many 
for my taste. I mean, <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing, good for you. But for King Kunta, one is the is is the appropriate amount of dicks in any sexual situation involving King Kunta. Agreed. Well, not yours, mine. Uh, I think what we're agreeing on is that we both agree <laughs> that <laughs> we are only here for sexual situations in which the only dick involves happen to be ours and no no other. There you go. I'll go with that. I think that's what we're, <laughs> we're trying to here. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of, of questionable shit, uh, so you don't think Beyonce is, I mean, you, you're going to put in the Rihanna, Rihanna category or not Have you ever even? seen Beyonce without a lace front on? Ever. Yes. Not as a kid. I'm talking about as an adult. Okay. You have, Pre- you have no idea what you the mean, fuck you mean her post head. Destiny's Child not being together anymore? Have you seen that, that no. shot of Darth Vader? Before Destiny's, back when Destiny's Child was still together? Yeah, she would do it from time to time. Have desire. you seen that shot of Darth Vader when they're putting the helmet on his head and it's from the back and you see like Stop. the- Stop. <laughs> I guarantee you. Beyonce. How are you going to be firing on a fellow light skin? I this bet is her shit is A up. <laughs> You have never seen her head, man. And I'm saying, like, she's uh, Beyonce's a pretty girl, but it's not like she's not the epitome of a woman. Like, she's black people. You know who disagrees with your ass? Who? Corey Hardwick. Who? Did you see that shit uh, from the NAACP Awards? Omari Hardwick. Corey Omari. Omari? Omari Hardwick. Corey Hardwick. That's Tian or Tamara's husband. Omari Hardwick is. The ghost character. I don't fucking watch Power, so I don't know who the fuck these people. Yeah, are. he uh, he gave a kiss on the way in and a kiss on the way out, and the one on the way out was a. How lipper. do you do that shit? You think he forgot? It was a lipper. It's possible. It was a lipper though. That second one. I don't know. Have you seen his wife? Uh. Uh-uh. No shade, but white girl, right? You know what you married? Nah, she's not white. She's like maybe Arabic. Oh, okay. Like a Bedouin type of Arabic. Okay. Like kind of a wandering around. Aimlessly. Like a gypsy. Like kind of an eating camels as regular meals type situation. Okay. Yeah, like kind of a, hey, cell phone, what's that? In other words, she's, she's, she, looks, she looks very, um, you know, she has an interesting look. So if he married that, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I think he got blinded by the Beyonce light and forgot he had kissed her the first time. <laughs> no, I think he meant to get the lips the first time and didn't get them, so he went back and got them the second time. Well, see, you got that Beijing. You get that a little too close. You get too much of that Beijing. It gives, it, it leaches through the pores. It, it goes through the skin. Oh, wow. And Oh, I just, I just Googled Omari Hardwick's wife. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay That's why I said it that way okay. She's very um, okay. uh, ooh. Exactly She's like Marilyn Manson No I'm not going to say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say She has a very unique and exotic Very look unique That some people are into Those people being Omari Harvick Very unique I'm about, to, I'm about to text you a picture <laughs> I'm about to text you No you don't gotta text me Beyond I know exactly <laughs> no, what you look like I'm about to text like. you a picture right now It's not gonna change anything And you know I knows exactly what she Yo, looks like Yo that, that cliff in the bottom of her chin What is the fuck What is this She's got a very Yeah man She's a very strong Arabic If that's Arabic She's a very strong And she's got the same She's got a note in her nose And in her chin Clefs Cool. <laughs> you know, here's the deal. It's like sometimes, you know, 
you know, you're not sure how this whole thing is going to shake out. <laughs> <laughs> and so you got to make sure, you know, you're going to, you're going to roll the dice again. Oh man. Or are you going to go home with what you've won so far? You know, I think he, he, he went too many rolls. What do you think? So, Hey, you got to No, I think he said, Hey, you know, this, this, this works. You know, this is more than what I had when I came into this establishment. Right. Why is she always leaning so, over in the pictures to be shorter than him? I I have no idea. I don't know. I just know that, hey, man, I mean, back when he was doing bad, <laughs> before power came along, you know, you know, maybe she has a really good 401k. Cute baby, though. Yeah, maybe she has, you know, maybe she has substantial savings, you know, maybe she's got a very great job, a steady job, you know. You know what it is, though? He's probably thinking the end of days are near, and she looks like a Mad Max character. She like this she, has been done she like she, by others better than us. She like she can survive. The upshot is that um, uh, Mario Hardwick's wife is is just you know a rose by any other name. So I'm going to say that maybe he just got flustered with Beyonce. That's what I'm going to go with. Oh, okay. What what type of man chooses this? I mean, clearly it's a preference. I can't call her. He ugly. couldn't have looked that much different the last ten years. I can't call her ugly. It's just not traditional features. I think you've done worse than that. To be quite honest, you think I've done worse than that? In how you've described her. Oh, okay. We've we've yeah traditional yeah sure whatevs. I don't know, man. I just hey, I just know that Ghost kissed Beyonce going in, said something else, and then kissed her again going out, and that's just weird. This isn't France. <laughs> you don't get double kisses on somebody. You normally don't get a kiss on somebody. Right. Well, yeah. The only people I know that kiss regularly in public are like, you know, Latinos. Why? Do you have any context of why he was even in her area? He wasn't sitting by her, was he? Because it was the NAACP Image Awards. Maybe he knew he was going to fucking win, which he did. Because niggas love power. Yeah. I don't know why. Have you ever seen an episode of that show? I've watched it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm up to date on wow. power. Yeah, I'm up to date on power. Nah, man. You know, I I look at it like this. You know, I buy vitamin water from time to time. How much money am I going to give Curtis Jackson? Well, I watch it on Fire, I watch it on Fire Stick to be well, actually Leonflix.net. So like I said, I'm just not, you know, I'm not here for patting Curtis's pockets. Have some courtesy, Curtis. Uh but anyway, I, <laughs> if he knew what he was doing, Omari Hardwick, I salute you. Getting fresh with a with a woman right in front of right literally beside her husband. I wonder if what would happen if Jay Z had actually seen the shit because he looked away. He didn't see it. Of course he saw it. He just looked away on purpose because he knew the dude. Nah, looks, the man, dude. he was looking away to something else. <laughs> he was looking at something else. He wasn't. <laughs> 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 he was gone. I saw the slow mo as soon as he dabbed up. Uh, Omari Harwick turned his head. Is like, yeah. Because he already knew. He already knew, like, this little pretty motherfucker finna come over here and say something to my wife. He looked, looked away, so he had to... Say something that's not the double kiss. Yeah. I mean, what the he hell, had no man? no idea that was about to go down. That's what I'm saying. I wonder what would have happened had he witnessed the whole thing. That would have been great television. But he did not. One day removed from receiving his GLAAD award. By the way, Beyonce uh, won the... Uh, was it the Performer of the Year in AACP Image Awards? 
I think that's what she wants. That's credible though. She she deserves any performer of the year award ever. I don't know for like the the entire time she's active. Psst. Listeners, and be honest. Let's get in the trust tree. Kunta's got questions. Be honest. Close door. Are the NAACP Image Awards real awards? <laughs> um, are any awards real awards? Do we have to put respect on their name because just because it says NAACP? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I don't think there is. I don't think they're as highly acclaimed as, you know. They're the little the, 50th anniversary. Yeah, they're the little brother still to like the big ones. What does it mean? What does it mean if I've forgotten that they exist from time to time? <laughs> Nothing. It just means that they're. Do I have little... to turn anything in, or am I? Are we good? No, nah, we're good. Is this a black mark on my black card? No, nope, we're good. I mean, you know, okay. Rachel Dolezal made it to like the higher, the upper echelon of NAACP. So, man, I bet she smells like cocoa butter, uh, cool water, not cool water, and incense, not cool water, ugh, and incense. <laughs> Hope she's making it I'm going to look her up after the show I want to see what she's up yeah, to Yeah, I like her um, Only in America But speaking of but anyway, anyway, only in America So Be honest, you and I have talked about the agenda Many, many times Did you hear about the new Anti-gay laws in Brunei? I did not Where is Brunei? Uh, it's like a, I want to, you know what? I want to say it's Southeast Asian, but I'm not a hundred percent sure right. because, you know, I'm black, so I never fucking go anywhere. Right. So why do, would I want to waste my time on learning about places I'm never going to go? Tell me about the laws, though. Apparently, uh, gay sex can is punishable by by uh, by um, killing. You Damn. can you can you can uh, you can you can kill someone who's engages in, in gay sexual activity. That's ridiculous. It's, yeah. It's punishable by death. That's ridiculous. I guess the Trump administration will be coming down on Brunei, seeing how that's apparently one of the uh, tent poles of the Trump administration is that no pun intended, but is is going after countries with anti, you know, homosexual laws on the books. Uh no, Russia. Maybe the, Russia's big on. Maybe they'll start with the United States first. Who knows? Isn't Russia big on anti-gay like? Crime and stuff? Ain't nobody fucking with Russia. Oh, okay. They got the tapes. Yeah. They got the piss tapes. Yeah, but I think it's ridiculous in 2019, or really in any year. I don't know why it's taking so long for people to, to be used or comfortable with people having gay sex. What's the big deal? You know, like I said, whatever, whatever you're into, I don't care. As long as you're not doing it on me, we're good. I don't have a problem uh, with you as long as you don't say that. I can't say that it's this weird. Fair. Speaking of it's weird, have you heard the news about Joe Biden and the alleged improper contact with this lady who says that it made her feel uneasy and cringy <laughs> and assaulted? You mean Joe Biden, the one that was rubbing that kid live on TV that time? I mean, crazy Joe Biden, the vice president, BFF, President Obama the, for a hard eight years. Who was thinking about running as president. Yeah, he did that weird thing with that kid. I, ever since then, I was like, oh, this dude's dirty, the dirt ball. 
He's a touchy-feely, he's a touchy-feely guy. And I believe it's part of it's because he might drink a lot. <laughs> like at important times. <laughs> I feel like at important times, Joe Biden may be a little toasty. <laughs> I'm not making light of this situation. Yes, I am. You know, I look at it like this. Until both parties police themselves regarding this Me Too movement, I don't want to see one party just stepping down and taking candidates off the map for allegations. The, the current president has 13 or 14 pending allegations of sexual impropriety, one of them involving a minor. So I really don't give a fuck what the GOP has to say about uh, Me Too movement and such until they clean up their own house. Right. So I hope that President, former Vice President Joe Biden ignores this shit and decides you know, whether or not he's actually going to run for president. You know, the talk is that his VP uh, candidate would be Stacey Abrams. Oh, wow. I got a problem with Stacey Abrams. Well, they're not going to win, so it doesn't matter. I got a problem with Stacey Abrams. She kind of looks like slavery. She looks exactly like slavery. If you put put something on her head and gave her a dress, she's Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Yeah. She's got this... This mammy, mammy quality that it just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. And I, it's, I know that's not the, that's not the okay thing to say. That's not the you know, liberal thing to say. That's not the enlightened thing to say. But shit, man, I just look at her you can't and see it, and, and it's just, it's just not like Kamala. I got lots of problems. Sorry, Kamala. I have lots of problems with Kamala. I'm gonna vote for Kamala. Because my conditioning's been conditioned. But she smell like but she smells like victory and samosas. <laughs> At the same time. I can't vote for police. Fuck you, Doug. Stop emailing me. Or this is gonna go. We're gonna Doug and I are gonna fucking wind up throwing blows. He doesn't stop abusing my fucking email what account. He, I'll tell what you if that. he asked you to be a cuckold for him and her? It's like this. If anyone touches me, not Kamala, I'm going to have to cut somebody. He doesn't want to touch. He just wants to sit. Like a straight razor. He just wants to, sit to bring on, like a straight razor. It's, it's going nah, down. Nah, he just wants to sit on the side and watch. He can give you, and give you instructions every now and then. No, no, no. See, no, if you're going to sit in the corner, you got to be quiet. You can't say shit. I can't see you. Turn the light off over there. Don't make any noise. Hypothetically. <laughs> 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 we're out of here. Hey, I was gonna see how far you were gonna go. <laughs> As I'm saying, I'm like thinking, "Wow, that's pretty goddamn specific." Right. <laughs> it's like that OJ book. <laughs> if I did kill her, here's what I would do. Right. <laughs> but no lies told. Those would be the. Those would be my terms. <laughs> He's gonna double. Those are my terms, He's Doug. Double down anyway, huh? <laughs> those are my terms, Doug. And no, you cannot have a camera. <laughs> also, I would I prefer Kamala not mention the word the name Doug during the process. That would, also that yeah that would. What if she, what if yeah, she's like perfect. Doug? You could never do it like this, Doug. What about that? No, I just rather not deal. With, see, Doug is a trigger name for me. I'll, <laughs> That's another story for another time, but I've, every Doug I've met ain't been worth shit. 
The only Doug I know that's worth shit is Dougie Fresh. And I don't even really know that nigga, so I could be wrong. It was a Doug's not a name of someone that's just, you know, killing it in the life game. It was a different time in hip hop back then, though. You gotta give him a little credit. The beatbox. Anywho. Uh Let's get a little politics and get up out of here. So, apparently, your president, be honest, yeah, wanted yeah. to cut funding from the Special Olympics. Then he found out that Special Olympians are on both parties, both sides <laughs> of, of both parties, and pissed off a lot of people. So he decided not to cut the Special Olympics budget. Be honest, why do you feel about the Special Olympics? I'm just wondering, have you ever watched them? I've never watched them. Honestly, I could care less. I'm just going to, you know, I know it's wrong to See, say. See, I'm trying to go to heaven, so no, I would not watch the Special <laughs> What's Olympics. Wrong to say? See, the way my, my conscience and my brain are set up, I mean, it's just, I mean, everybody gets a ribbon. No, uh... I mean, what the fuck, man? Did he think that? I mean, you can't cut funding to the Special Olympics. What else do they got? Why would you do that? That's dumb. When does the Special Olympics happen? What month? How the fuck should who I know? Pre- I'm not a Special Olympian. the premier track and field person from Special Olympics? How the fuck should exactly. I know that? Who gives a fuck? Honestly. Actually, I do. It's Corey Thatcher. Oh, wow. I'm impressed. Obladi, Oblada, Life Goes On. Did you ever watch uh, that show? Which one? It's Corey Thatcher. It was called... Uh, Mm. Life goes on. That's what it was called. No, I never watched that. When Corey Thatcher was a mentally handicapped uh, boy who was mainstreaming high school. Nope, never watched that. I think Michael Chiklis might. Have, no, that's the Commish. Never mind. <laughs> the Commish and Life Goes On are not the same thing. But no, it was a it was a pretty uh, fairly popular ABC sitcom for about I don't know about two three seasons. Was it between ninety five and ninety nine? Might have yeah, been. see, I was in the military and I didn't care about anything, man. You know what? No, it was earlier than that. This is like off of the Wonder Years and thirty uh, something around that. So, time. in other words, you don't know any damn Special Olympians. That's what I'm saying. Like, who? I, if they cut funding to it, who would even know? That's fucked up, man. Who would know? They would know. Do you have you ever donated to the Special Olympics? Have you ever have you ever watched you know, when somebody asks me stuff like that normally at a grocery store, you know what I say? You say no, I don't have any cash on me right now. <laughs> I just say not today. <laughs> hey look. I, not, hey look, I not, use my card. I look dead in the eye and I say not today. <laughs> I use my card inside. I don't have any cash. Hey look though. You know how frustrating it is to watch that fucking basketball game with the wheelchairs where they put the ball in their lap and they push, they, they, they spin real fast and they get to the other side. It's not frustrating. That's awesome. No, it's not. That is the most frustrating watch in the world. I want to see a guy at the end of the game just unbuckle himself and stand up. I'm, <laughs> sometimes you got to just be able to just throw your head and say, you know what? Maybe basketball is not for me. Of course it is. Murder ball. Do it. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I'm five I'm five eight, five nine, somewhere in there. Basketball's not for me. I don't get a sp- It can be if everyone's the same height in a wheelchair. There's not a special league for me. There's just Will's honest. Yes, there would be. <laughs> no, there's you know what? Not. There is a special league for you. It's called the six feet and under. 
division. Th- there is no league for me. We just got a six feet and under division is for you. Nah, we just got to just deal with whatever. We, we got to be actors and musicians. That's what we do. <sighs> it's funny you say that. I actually drove. There's a store near my near my my job. It's called the f- five eight and under store. Okay, and that's pretty goddamn specific. Five eight and under. Right. I was gonna walk in there, but I didn't want to start a Dunnybrook. <laughs> like, they just get like you get the fuck out of here, yeah, tall ass. Just get mean stares and shit. Oh, he's fucking. You with get us. the fuck out. What do you want in here? <laughs> we don't serve your kind in here. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Now, second thought, I am gonna go in there. <laughs> I'm pretending like I'm lost or some shit. Just rub it in. Well, hey, man. Uh, you got these with a 33 inch seam. <laughs> What? Well, I don't think that's very professional of you, sir. <laughs> well, I've never. Right. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, be honest, have you, have you heard the reports of how long the Mueller report actually was? As far as pages? Yeah. Uh, No. I just read one report that said it's 400 pages. Whew. So, Attorney General Barr gave us a four-page summary of 400 pages. I don't believe him. We need more people. So I look forward to whatever we get, whenever we get it. The Attorney General Barr says the report should be coming. The, the, the Mueller report that will be released to Congress should be coming in a matter of weeks. Uh, that was earlier this week, so hopefully two or three weeks we'll get something. And then we'll unpack it here. But right now, let's make no mistake about what we have here regarding the no conclusion, no collusion and no obstruction of justice. You've got Donald Trump's recently picked attorney general giving us a four-page summary or 400 pages, which he just yesterday said on second thought isn't really a summary. Okay. What does that mean? It means we don't know what the fuck's in the report. Right. All we know is that at some point, Mueller decided he was going to leave the prosecute call, the prosecution call to whoever his boss was. We don't know why he did that. So people, Mueller report comes out. We get uh, an attorney general who's been on the job for a month who claims to have summarized 400 pages in a span of 24 hours. I find that very hard to believe. And says, no collusion. But also says, but the president not, is not vindicated on the, the lack of, of on, on the no obstruction of justice. So we're going to get this, we're going to get some parts of this report and we'll have to figure out what that means when we get it. Trump spun it as a victory. It is a victory. Jesse Smollett came out, and with those 16 counts, now they're all gone. What the fuck is going on? None of this shit makes sense. Are these coincidences, or are we being distracted? Let's look across the pond. Brexit. Be honest, do you, do you, other than what I talked about recently, do you know anything about Brexit? Uh, I remember when it was going on, or when they were, you know, originally talking. It's talk- still going on. Yeah, but when, they were originally it's imminent. Talk- when they were originally talking about the, the split. Um, and Theresa May, who's the prime minister of Great Britain, which means she's the, essentially the president of Great Britain, 
her Brexit strategy has now been put down to their uh, house, uh, to their governing, to their their by their actual uh, lawmakers for the third time. So London is going to apparently Great Britain is apparently going to be tearing out of Brexit with no plan. What does that mean? That means they're going to be leaving the European Union with no plan for their how their economy is going to go forward at all. That's a bad idea. Swear to God, man. Seems like they may have been sabotaged. Mm. I often feel like our politics seem like they've been sabotaged. So, world is a vampire. Things going to shit in a handbasket. I'm not sure how this is going to shake out. This Mueller thing, it's not over with. It's just, what is it going to mean now? Republicans were calling for House Representative Adam Schiff to step down. Adam Schiff has been a long uh, opponent of Donald Trump and a proponent of the investigation. He's current leader of the uh, uh, Security Council. Uh, No, the House uh, Security Committee, I want to say. Probably wrong, but it's a committee that looks into security matters. Basically, he said, fuck him, and I wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, something's happened to our politics. Something's happened to our campaigns. And we know that because, you know, things are not great here in America and things are not great in Great Britain. Looks like some shit got sabotage. What are we going to do with that? I don't know. Great Britain's about to be super fucked. And if you think it doesn't affect you, you're probably wrong. Uh, Global economy is a real thing. And Great Britain not having any plan on how it's going to exchange its currency because it won't be using the euro anymore. Uh, Ranges its defenses. We're probably going to be talking about this more. This is real bad. This is Joe Jackson bad. And speaking of Joe Jackson bad, um, be honest, did you hear about that story in Texas where the white supremacist gave the black lady a two-piece and a biscuit? (laughs) No. Wait a minute. Yeah, I did. I did see that. Die Love is the black lady's name. Was it like in the in the street somewhere? It was in the street. Yeah, I saw that. He beat the shit out of her. Uh, the the uh, <clears throat> the the assailant's name is Austin Sheffield, and he uh, physically assaulted Die Love, a black woman. He beat her like she was a man. Vicious uppercuts. It's crazy. Well, he's finally been. Formally brought up on charges. That's good. He goes in with a beard. He comes out shaved. Uh, we'll see how, how it goes. Lee Emirate uh, is a uh, well-known uh, attorney. Is actually uh, has Mister Mrs. Love's case. Uh, I expect he'll do a decent job at it. Uh, about two days ago, Miss Love was filmed at a gun range. Gun range, learning how to shoot. Again, Texas is an open carry state. That's what we need more of. Oh, I don't know. Somebody gives you a two-piece and a biscuit and then a hot apple pie. I mean, you're going to try to figure it out something, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, you can't, she can't throw bows back. All, she's not about that bow sling in life. So, right. I mean, I'm here for it. And uh, I saw the, saw the picture at Liam ESQ's Instagram 
And you know who likes the picture of Die Love at the gun range? Who? None other than Mr. Uh, Killer Mike. Oh, okay. I don't know what I think about him, other than he's probably an asshole. Who knows? You think Killer Mike's an asshole? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He's encouraging people to uh, only go to trade schools. I don't really fucking understand that. I mean, uh, I don't. is he exclusively saying go to trade schools only? Pretty much. Okay. Learn a trade. That's his thing. Yeah, I think everybody should know. Bernie Sanders supporter. I think everybody should know a trade though, but I don't know if that should be the exclusive at the ex- at the expense of learning, you know, I don't know, how to code. How about that? Oh. I'm just saying, I mean, trade school? Yeah. I mean, a trade there's a there's a supply and demand. You got to have certain people that are capable of seeking your talents right. one. Whereas, you know, coding, you know, uh, uh Tech in general, that's transferable. Yeah. That's borderless. Yeah. You know, welding some shit, you know, and then you're kind of concerned whether or not Donald Trump's uh, proposal of Arctic oil well drilling gets struck down by the by the court system. But that's that's but that's our fault though. That right? I think that's our fault for not allowing people to like the politically correct thing is to say that anybody can be anything they want to be, but the the honest to God truth is that everybody can't be everything. So there are some people who need to learn IT and coding or whatever. And he doesn't say it that way. Yeah, but I'm saying we should say it that way. We don't have to. We don't have to go by his his basis. I'm saying that 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 yes, some people should learn a trade, but everybody shouldn't learn a trade. Some people should go and get that higher level of education because they have the capacity to 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 do something with it. Again, I would have no problem if Killer Mike actually fleshed this shit out any meaningful way than what he does, but he doesn't. In his opinion, everybody should become carpenters and shit. Fuck you, Killer Mike. Anyway, listeners, King Kunta's going through some transitions. I'm going to be uh, in the process of moving from one location to another location and then another location. I'm going to do my ultimate bestest, damnedest, darndest to ensure that our recording schedule is not interrupted. But if it so happens to be that it is interrupted, I will also do my bestest, darndest, damnedest to create premium content. Uh, So just a heads up, we'll do our best. We'll see how it shakes out. Before we got it, B, you got any racism for me? I don't have any racism today. The Nipsey thing kind of um, took a different turn on it. Yeah, man, I, I had actually felt better till you just brought it back up. Hey, sorry about that. But you know what I guess I can do is give a shout out. Today I was on um, Dino Red's show, the Shiznit show, for their 200th episode. They did a live show today, and I was um, one of the people that came on and spoke. But I just wanted to give a shout out to them, 200 episodes strong. It's, nice. It's one of the, the first people I met in the podcast streets. When I first started doing it and I was on Facebook, he reached out to me and, you know, we found our common ground, and we've been friends ever since. I just want to give a shout-out to their show. Well, nice. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the Shiznit show. You know, Dino Red seems pretty cool. Uh, he's also based out here in Southern California. Uh, we're Facebook friends. I don't really know why. Uh, <laughs> he sent me their friend request. I was like, eh, well, okay. <laughs> um, but in any event, uh, yeah, I know he's very, been very supportive of the Rare Sunnis Network. And uh, maybe one day, Dino and King Kuta can have, can chop it up too. So, yeah. uh, c- congratulations on two hundred episodes. Is this two hundred with a current 
setup or the last setup? Well, it's to- in total. 200 in total. I thought there might have been more than that. Yeah, okay. I mean, he's been doing it as long as I have, but they're at 200 now. So, you know, they took a break for a little while. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty cool, man. Yep, the new crew, Pip so, and uh, Dijon. So, hopefully, you didn't embarrass us in front of company again, but you probably, knowing you, you probably did. So I absolutely we'll did not. And when was the last time I embarrassed us in front of company? What are you talking about? Baylor Degree was on the show? No, we were on Baylor's show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Either way, see, we had company. And he had went company. Bad. We were his company. What are you talking about? You keep saying it that. went bad, man. You can't just be. <laughs> People are not always ready for conflict like that. Although we've gotten better, you've got to be ready for conflict at any time. Ask Die Love. Well, she's ready now. Uh, but shit, man, that was a tough video to watch. He beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Just and let you so, know, nothing's black and white. Like black on both sides. <laughs> 